0: The following podcast is a production of the Factual Data Creations Facility. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the OFNT Podcast. OFNT stands for Old Fart, New Tech. I'm your host and resident Old Fort, Jim Schaefer, and the podcast, at least to me, is The New Tech. I hope this finds you well, and you're having a great week. Well, the title of this podcast reflects my numbers this month. Pretty dismal. Well, you can't win them all. But how low can Joe go? The president's approval ratings are so low... I have to untie my shoes to see them. Uh, uh, uh. Come on, man. Olympic athletes, the CCP will prosecute you if you dare to speak out against them during the games. You've been warned. First, there were free COVID test kits. China! Now there will be free N95 masks. They're not free. Your tax money is paid for them. Just like the free vaccines. If you had health insurance... The company paid for them. If you didn't have health insurance, your tax dollars paid for them. Only non-tax-paying illegal immigrants or vaccine tourists got anything for free. Come on, man. Well, I had an exciting week. Monday, I had severe pain in my abdomen. I actually started Sunday evening before I recorded the last episode. out I had diverticulitis. If you don't know what that is, look it up. You won't be impressed. Then, to top it all off, I guess the cherry on top, as they say, would be the blizzard we experienced yesterday. And yeah, we got about, where I live anyway, we got about 20, 22 inches of snow. So that was real fun shoveling that. So if I seem a little off, like I did last week, that's because I'm recovering from my bout with diverticulitis, or diverticulitis, I should say. As usual, starting with some tech news. Google is ditching its legacy free G Suite tier on July 31st of this year. The company will move affected users over to a paid tier on August 1st. Of course they would. Can Microsoft be that far behind? No! Continuing with Google, the company's rumored upcoming folding phone which the tech press is dubbing the Pixel Fold, will supposedly have a lower quality camera than the Pixel 6. Sensor size is the issue here. It will run on Google's in-house Tensor chip and cost around 1,800 smacky bucks. What? The estimated release date is sometime in 2022. And No thank you. Boy, the big G a.k.a. Google, has been busy lately, haven't they? We have news of augmented reality goggles Google is working on. Boy, oh, that's a tongue twister. The product is known internally as Project Iris. Get it? And this is what information we have about the product. They resemble ski goggles, require no external power source, wow. runs on Android. It's powered by an in-house Tensor chip and will require Internet access for certain tasks. The estimated release date is sometime in 2024. You know, I wonder what the battery life and price on these things will be. You know, I'm not in the market for a product like this until they have all-day battery life, resemble normal glasses, and have a reasonable cost. What do you guys think? Fitness company Peloton is in more trouble than was thought. The company has paused the manufacturing of new bikes and treadmills until April and won't start making new equipment in its recently constructed Ohio factory until 2024. Peloton's stock tumbled 35% following this report. What I don't understand is why they decided to increase prices last week by $250 or more. And here I was tempted to plunk down some money in the future to buy one of their bikes. Peloton's digital app is top-notch as well as their instructors. Perhaps if things get really bad, Apple can hire away some of those instructors and buy the now unused factory to manufacture Apple Fitment's equipment. <laughs> Tech I'm using. I think I found a way around the banning of personal OneDrive use at work. It's a little inconvenient, but overall, gets the job done. I had just canceled my Office 365 subscription last month because the IT department of my agency had shut off access to employees' personal OneDrive account. If I point my web browser to onedrive.live.com, I have access to all the apps of Office 365. The only caveat is I have to start my Word document from at home using a computer, not my iPad. I'm used to doing just the opposite, start a Word document on my work computer and then continue at home. If I start a, a Word document at work, it doesn't save properly for some reason. I have been starting documents at work and then emailing them back and forth as I edited, which made for some drama. Now, hopefully the access to my personal OneDrive account via the web won't be cut off. I checked Apple's iCloud website, but that's still blocked. Some entertainment news. One of the many presents I received for Christmas was a copy of the late actor Roger Moore's book, One Lucky Bastard. You know, for some reason, I thought this was his first book, and of course I was wrong. My Bond is My Word was his first. When that book was released, I went to one of the stops on his book tour and met the man, scoring an autographed copy of it. He told stories about his Hollywood days, touched a little on his Bond years. I mean, he did want you to buy and read the book, you know he told a tale of his co-star from the Persuaders series, Bernie Swartz, a.k.a. Tony Curtis. After he signed my book, I thanked him, to which he replied, Oh, the pleasure is all mine. I took a photo of my wife posing with him, but it was lost to the digital world. No cloud backup in those days. In One Lucky Bastard, Mr. Moore regales you with tales of some of the biggest legends of a long-gone era of Hollywood before it got political. So far, it's very entertaining. The man was a class act, and I'm glad I got to meet him before his untimely death. I've never considered myself a science fiction fan, but lately I'm really into the Amazon Prime series The Expanse and the Apple TV series Foundation. The Expanse first aired on the Sci Fi channel, but Amazon picked the show up after the other network canceled the series. I'm glad they did. Foundation is based on a series of books from the great author Isaac Asmanov. The series started a little slow, but I'm all on board now. Each episode is produced like a movie, and the storyline keeps getting better and better as the show progresses. Another sci-fi series that I wish wasn't cancelled was Netflix's Dark Matter. The storyline was great, and the show featured some of the most exotic, in a good way, female actors. It was scrapped after three seasons, and by the time Amazon Prime got interested in picking it up, the actors had unfortunately moved on to other projects. My lovely wife and I watched The Last Duel together. Neither of us were impressed with it. I just didn't get the point of this movie. Was it supposed to convey some social message? the hashtag MeToo movement back in the 1600s? Or was it, all straight white males are bad, starting with ancient history? Well, unfortunately, I'll never get that two hours back. (laughs) I was a fan of the Showtime series Ray Donovan, which ended too early like most Showtime series do. Showtime produced the Ray Donovan movie to tie up the loose ends of the canceled show due to an outcry from fans. It served its purpose, but fell short in a few areas and was pretty predictable. Podcasting News It seems podcasts hosted on Spotify-owned Anchor.fm are breaking podcast apps. It has something to do with the way the host serves up ACC files. You can play the file as a stream, but the file is unplayable as a download. Well, I guess I won't be moving this show over there anytime soon. But then again, last week I told you to expect more attacks on Joe Rogan's show and podcasts in general. Well, that old Canadian rocking-in-the-free-world musician, how ironic is it now, Neil Young gave Spotify an ultimatum. It's either Young or Rogan on Spotify. Well, Spotify chose Rogan. Free Speech 1, Communism 0. Spotify deleted Mr. Young's entire catalog off its world-largest music platform, which will cost him 60% of his streaming revenue. I bet you I didn't see that coming. Of course, he lashed out at Spotify, accusing them of the usual leftist checklists of free speech stifling things. Another thing Mr. Young must have forgotten. He sold 50% of his music catalog some years back, so he doesn't even fully own all of his songs. Lawsuit coming in 3, 2, 1. While I'd like to think that Spotify took a stance against censorship, we all know it's just about the money. Now, if a group of artists banded together and made the same demand, would Spotify make the same choice? We just might find out in the near future. Stay tuned. Well, here's a rant for you. I've been around for a while. I've witnessed the riots of the 1960s, lived in New York City during the 1970s, and that was a time period where it's at its lowest and I witnessed the city's revitalization during the 1980s. I served in the Middle East during the first Gulf War in the 1990s, and I saw the Twin Towers coming down from my vantage point at JFK on 9-11. I listened to the BBC's live reporting of the taking of Kabul on a small shortwave radio while on guard duty not long after. So far, I've lived through the pandemic, and witness the panic it has caused in New York during its peak, along with the damage caused by the communist insurrection organized by BLM and Antifa. The one thing I never thought I would see in this country are empty shelves at the supermarket. Oh sure, during the pandemic, there were shortages of items like protective masks, toilet paper, paper towels, wipes and things, but food supplies were always in abundance. If you wanted it, you could find it. On a recent trip to buy food, I was confronted by rows of empty shelves and what was in stock was more than double the price it was mere months ago. Combine this with an out-of-control crime spree throughout the United States leads me to believe that we are witnessing the utter destruction of the middle class all to usher in a socialist government, or should I say a socialist utopia. Episode 109 has come to its conclusion. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed making it for you, and I hope you found it worth your while. You can always contact me at OFNTpodcast at gmail.com if you're so inclined. You can tell me what things you liked or disliked about the show. I'd love hearing from you. Remember, don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do. And thank you for listening to this podcast. Not many are these days, I guess. So, on that note, isn't it time to hunker down for the winter and get off my lawn? I'm out.